BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast soul on fire or if you're if it's your first time listening welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here today is a good day it's a sunday that i'm recording this you'll listen on a wednesday but it has been such a crazy week i don't even know where to begin but many of you who listen to this show probably know that I've had some health struggles all throughout the year. Well, really over the last decade, but I have had a lot of particular issues this year. I've mostly had to stop working. I've taken months off to travel and heal, do Ayurvedic panchakarmas and water fasts. And there is a solo episode coming about the water fast. But this week, what made it so crazy was that I was finally diagnosed with chronic Lyme, chronic Lyme disease, and a whole host of other issues from mycotoxin illness, which is mold poisoning, which I suspected for a long time that I most likely had, to MCAS, which is mast cell activation syndrome, which is a whole immune disorder in itself, to parasites and all this other stuff. But Mostly the root of all of it being chronic Lyme. Oh, hey, my mom just texted me. I forgot to put my messages on do not disturb, but that's fine because ultimately I always feel like you you guys are just here hanging out with me. So text message noises and all we are here. Yeah. So this is really just kind of a very raw stream of consciousness introduction. I am recording it quite a bit later than I usually would. I usually give my production team a couple weeks like I'm supposed to do before I record an intro, but this is just a couple days before the episode comes out because this week has been nuts. Life itself has been nuts for a while. And I'm just beginning to wrap my head around what it means that I finally have a name for what I've been going through for all this time over a decade, but specifically have just gotten so sick in the last six to nine months. So I'm very grateful, very, very grateful to have some answers. I'm also terrified and just 
learning, starting to really learn what this new life lifestyle is going to look like for me. There's so many positives and so many more difficult parts to it. And I definitely look forward to recording a whole solo episode about it probably this week, because I don't think there's anything else that I want to talk about or think about just because this is this is taking over my mind and I'm not sharing it here on the podcast to get sympathy or to make you feel bad for me or to get advice even or anything. I really just, I just like to tell you guys what's going on and this is what's going on. And also I feel that I've been given the gift of this chronic illness so that I can heal and help others heal and find so many holistic and Western as well things that actually work for Lyme. So I look forward to not only healing myself, but healing as many people as I can, even that if that's just metaphorically making you feel less alone. So it's crazy. I mean, listening back to my podcast for the last six months or so, I can tell that I just haven't felt myself. It's been hard for me to listen to the episodes where I usually can't wait to listen to them. And yeah, so I'm glad to have a name for what's going on and I will keep you guys updated. Thank you so much for the support throughout this whole process. And that brings me into today's guest, Elizabeth Cott. Many of you may know her from That's So Retrograde, an incredibly popular and hysterical and informative and just all around awesome podcast that she co-hosts with her very close friend, Stephanie Simbari. And we have had Elizabeth and Steph on the podcast together like a year and a half ago when I first started the show because I was a fan of their show and they came on. They're they're just so cool. I listen to that so retrograde pretty religiously. We have a lot of crossover with guests and mutual friends and interests and it makes it such a fun podcast for me to listen to. So if you guys haven't checked it out and you like what we talk about here on Soul on Fire, I think that you will love That's So Retrograde. And the reason that prompted me to reach out to Elizabeth to have her back on the show beyond just catching up and hanging out because she's awesome is that she has talked pretty openly on her podcast about her skincare journey or more like her skin issue journey. And of course, I have had all these skin issues this past year from eczema and hives to acne to just skin being on fire all the time, super irritated, super inflamed. And Elizabeth was mostly dealing with acne at the age of 33. So she was very frustrated about that and was on a mission to find answers for herself. So we talk all about the skin journey here and hopefully will inspire many of you to not only try some of the things that worked for her and some things that have worked for me, but also just her outlook is so inspiring and so helpful to those of us who deal with skin issues, chronic skin issues, and just low self-esteem because of such things. I think Elizabeth's outlook 
really helped her and her spirituality and her just supportive system that she had around her from her boyfriend, her love to her friends and family and all sorts of things. So we get into all of that. We also talk reality TV and other fun things because when I have a fellow reality TV junkie on the show, we can't not talk Vanderpump Rules, Bachelorette, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I love this episode because we recorded it just a couple days ago. And when it comes out, there will have only been a week since we recorded it. So it's very fresh. It's not one of those episodes that's like, oh, I had to record, you know, eight weeks ahead of time. And it's not completely fresh and relevant, but it is, it is in all of the ways. So can't wait for you guys to hear it. And before we dive into the show to talk to Elizabeth, I would like to thank our sponsor, Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is my saving grace in so many ways. And I will introduce it by telling you that you can get 15% off of any Four Sigmatic product by going to foursigmatic.com slash blonde. That is F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash B-L-O-N-D-E, which you can also find the link in the show notes and on thebalanceblonde.com slash podcast for this episode. So if you're driving or doing something where you just can't retain that link, which I totally understand, then you have lots of places where you can find it, which is awesome. So Four Sigmatic is the incredible adaptogenic mushroom coffee company that not only am I obsessed with because it tastes good, it's completely helped me get off coffee. It is full of incredible superfood adaptogens that make me feel alert and give me energy and balance out all the different symptoms that I've been having lately from chronic fatigue to just having trouble focusing. So I turn a lot to my Four Sigmatic Chaga, which is incredible. Chaga helps us feel alert, helps us feel awake. And for those of us who have to stay off of coffee because of allergies and immune issues and all sorts of other things, Chaga is truly, truly sent from heaven. So I like to use the caffeine-free Chaga with some hot water, a little bit of hot almond milk and cinnamon. And then I use my Four Sigmatic frother, which you can also get on Four Sigmatic site. And I froth it up and make it kind of of this delicious caffeine-free chaga latte. And lately, I have been adding the mocha mix. So there actually is a little bit of coffee in the Four Sigmatic mocha mix. Actually, Elizabeth and I were drinking this when she came over for the podcast. She didn't do the mocha mix because she's completely sugar-free, which I so love. At least she is right now. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but she finished Whole30 a little while ago and has been um, mostly off of sugar and she feels really good. But I can have a tiny bit of coconut sugar in my life. So I have been adding the mocha mix to the chaga. So there's a tiny bit of caffeine, tiny bit of chocolate because I'm all about that cacao life. And yeah, like I said, hot water, hot almond milk, frother, cinnamon, make a delicious latte out of that thing and it will save your life. You can have 
multiple throughout the day if you're anything like me. So head to foursigmatic.com slash blonde and get your hands on that deliciousness. And if you want to learn more about Four Sigmatic products, mushroom coffee, etc., you can go back to my episode with Taro, the founder of Four Sigmatic, forager, incredible person who knows so much about the fungi kingdom and listen to that. So enjoy and we will head into this episode with Elizabeth Cott. Okay. I'm sitting here with Elizabeth Cott. Hi. From That's So Retrograde. Yes, yes. Which I kind of told you over email. I have been just binging out on your podcast, Aww. you and Steph, because I've always loved it. It was recommended to me. I think I told you this like a long time ago. Recommended to me be- right before I started this podcast because I wasn't much of a podcast person. So I put out a poll on Instagram. What should I listen to to get inspired for this new project, this podcast? So, so many people said your show. Aww. And I listened a ton back then. Had you guys on the podcast, yeah. which was super fun. And... um Just like, it's not that I stopped listening. It's just, you know, like life ebbs and flows of life. When I went to Bali, it was the only thing that I wanted to listen to. Wow. So I caught up on so many episodes, learned quite a bit about your skincare journey, your skin issue journey, and Mm -hmm. asked you to come here to talk about it and how fun that we were both available. Yeah, I'm honored. Thank you. Thanks for bringing us to Bali with you. That sounds amazing. Thanks for coming. (laughs) We strolled the streets of Ubud. We did so much stuff, like all the memories I will always have of listening to you guys and your chatting. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's so good. You guys are so funny. Thank you. Thank you. It actually makes me think sometimes I should like try to make my podcast more humorous because (laughs) sometimes we just dive into the topics, but it's so fun. Yeah. Steph and I can't really take anything too seriously by nature. So whether we intend to or not, it's funny. It's funny. And I love that you start the show by talking about reality TV, which for the sake of today, we should probably just do because it's like, it's so you guys. Let's do it. Because I love... I love a good Vanderpump Rules. Love Vanderpump. Love a good Bachelorette. I've been watching. I I think I'm going to get into Bachelorette this season. A girl, really good girlfriend of mine is one of the main producers. And she, Ooh. who's also on a producer for Vanderpump, which is how no Kelsey way. got on the show. Right, which like we which have to discuss. I have a whole different, I have a whole, like I've been Vanderpump. I've been I've been pumping for Vanderpump for seasons on seasons. Me too. Like the most it's a, die it's hard. Just, and it's just gotten better and better. It's just it's great. It takes place in my neighborhood. Kristen lives oh, yeah. across the street from oh, me. My like God, there's so just jealous. so many. Yesterday it was so funny. My it was my intern's first day, new intern. And I was like, Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Because Kristen walked by walking her dog. And like I've had interns in the past who've like gotten the biggest kick out of for the sure. random Kristen sightings. Like I would. She didn't care. She didn't care. <laughs> no. She goes, but I feel like if I did watch the show that would be really cool and I was like way to be a yes man yeah exactly (laughs) exactly yeah that's my friend Nicole Mm -hmm. lived in Kristen's building so she must be your neighbor but I I've been a diehard Vanderpump fan since the first 
episode. Yeah. Like but of the first season. Kelsey did not get a good edit. So for those of not you listening home, Kelsey all. Patel, a dear friend, I know she's close with you as well. You've done a retreat with her. Did not get a good edit. It was really upsetting. But the thing with that format is I think people, the audience tends to forget, uh, you know, how if you are viewed in a negative or a positive light. And they're just like, oh, that's Kelsey from Vanderpump Rules. And they're just stoked about so it after true. everything dies down. So, but it was a little rough, especially since I personally was like, you have to do it. It'll be hilarious. And it yeah. was not hilarious. It was actually really dark. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful because it was weird the way it went down because she, her first episode on the show was Great. Went, awesome. Went so well. I didn't know she was going to be on. Like we mm. never had talked about yeah. it. And we just had finished our retreat like that weekend. Vanderpump comes on on a Monday, put it on. So many people are texting me. Oh my God, the girl that you just did the retreat with is on <laughs> Vanderpump. So excited, congratulated the shit out of her, like thought it was so cool. And as the season progressed, they turned her into really reaching she was over not. there in the editing room. It was not that. cute at all. Right. It was upsetting. I really went through all the emotions with it. I was so upset. And it was actually really funny because friends of mine were at the Abbey, I think. And we were all hanging out with the cast and they were like, oh my God, Elizabeth, you should have come. It was so amazing. And I said, honestly, a little salty on on how all that went down. But um, so I wouldn't have wanted to hang out and drink with them. For sure. I was Moral sad, the story. I was upset about it too, because I, I feel, I still feel this way, other than Kelsey's horrible edit, that Vanderpump is one of the few reality shows that isn't so scripted because it is so much they're of actually their friends. real group of friends yeah. and their real drama. So the fact that they had to create something and turn it into something that it really wasn't at all. Disappointing. And people like us who know Kelsey, like that's who Kelsey is. She's going to hug you and kiss you and tell you that she loves you. Yeah. Because she's the most genuine light being. Magic worker. That could exist. Yeah. Tons of people listening to this show know that too because she's been on she's been on your show too so I feel funky about it me too it's been sad but luckily we have Southern Charm to come in and swoop in and really bring just bring it this season if you ask me I haven't seen it oh have you watched in, in years past no 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 I have never seen oh, it oh honey you have got to get into Southern Ooh, Charm it I'm is excited. so good that's so good to know well because I know that Stassi and Kristen, et cetera, are friends with them. Right. Well, and I think that there, there's some, I think there's a similar production friends. company situation. Southern Charm has started off good. It is on a whole, it's just like Vanderpump. It like is a slow burn a little bit and then it just is phenomenal. Okay, I highly have to get recommend. Into it. That's my wellness tip. Ooh, wellness tip of the week. <laughs> get into Southern Charm. I'm excited. And then Bachelorette, I think, is going to be good. I haven't watched the franchise in years, yeah. other than like the random finale episode here and there, just because they're such a big deal for certain people. Yeah. But I, I like Becca. I think she's actually really cool. I think that the, I, I always tend to like the Bachelorette seasons a bit more. I'll be honest, it's not my favorite. I'm like, contrary to popular belief, if you know me, I love reality TV. I love TV. I just, my whole life, I've been only child. So the television was like a sibling to me. Yes. The Bachelor franchise and me don't have that tight of a relationship. I just, 
think it's so delusional that (laughs) I can't like I can like I can get behind a staff of aspiring uh, musicians and actors all like debauchery at a at a bar that to me I'm like okay I can read into that when it's like all of these people being like I'm here to find love and uh I'm ready to get married in you know three months or whatever the case may be I'm like is everybody here smoking crack like this is not a real scenario no and like falling in love in two weeks and the proposal I just I'm like this is like everyone's joking right yeah and when you learn about what they go through during filming, like what they're not allowed to do, not allowed to leave the house. They don't know anything that's happened in the world in the whole six weeks or so that they're gone. I know this because I went through a phase where I thought that I wanted to be a contestant. Like, call me insane. (laughs) Hilarious. I don't know what really my motive was. Like, I did want to find love. Is it because you're blonde? I mean... And you're I like, felt, I could see myself yeah, up there. I I'm like pretty I with blonde hair and I could see myself eyes. up there because <laughs> you, so many of the women, like I know a lot of them, like lots of girls. Did you some, used to be a dental hygienist? <laughs> never was a dental <laughs> hygienist. But so many of the previous dental hygienist contestants who went far live in my neighborhood, see them all the time. Hilarious. You could probably guess exactly who. <laughs> so I don't know. I just felt like it would be a fun twist in my life. But I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm happy for you that that didn't. Well, I started doing research of like the 20 things you don't know about what goes on behind the scenes. Right. I would have had a mental breakdown as somebody who prefers not to stay up very late (laughs) and learning that all the filming occurs like all throughout the night. Yeah. There's tons of drinking. I would have, I would have had all the outfits you need. Yeah. I mean, that alone is stressful. I'm not like a shopper. (laughs) I know you are because that's (laughs) like a huge part of your life. Yeah. Um, Which actually brings me to, before we talk about our skin, you're starting a clothing line. Well, so I'm not starting a clothing line. I'm on the creative team with a clothing line. So my dear friend, Kristen Hildebrand, who used to be, have a huge blog back where blogs were kind of first starting what was in it this called? year. It was called Bleach Black. And it was really honestly epic. So cool. Just her and her friend Valerie both had different perspectives. They were both working as creative director of creative directors. I'm sorry for um she Kristen was at Ruka at the time and I want to say Valerie was at Billabong. So they were in like the sports category fashion, which was really coming up in the world as something people were looking at for clothing. So they were really at the epicenter of cool shit. And they started started to blog about that when that was really not a known thing to do. And Kristen went on from Ruka to being a lead concept director at Nike for, I think, six years and killed it over there. And when she left, she really had a vision to start a line that was just simple, beautiful, high-end, we call it F luxury wear, but um, with really high performance materials. So the what we're, the material we're using is what they use for um, Tour de France, like these beautiful, light, amazing, luscious materials that are made in Italy that feel amazing on that you can really handle thousands of washes that can handle whatever high intensity activity you're you're doing, but like clean, beautiful. Think if like the row, if you're familiar with that line work to do athletic apparel, which weirdly is strangely missing in the market. Like there's just not this like beautiful high end atelier 
athletic experience in the market. So she had this idea and she was basically building what I call like a line of Avengers for superheroes of everyone who's kind of, she's just plugging people in who have different strengths on the team. So instead of having like a huge team, it's a small company. Um, you know, she's just bringing in people who have different expertise. And so I feel very honored to be one of those people on the team who's just helped construct the brand and the vision and the direction. And it's really, it's really exciting. I never thought I would go back into fashion, but for this, I was like, yeah, I'm on board 100%. And I, she's, you know, one of the people in my life who I look up to so much. And she's also a genius in my opinion. And so anytime someone who you have such high respect for wants you to, to come and be involved, that's like, there's like no hesitation. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited for Me you. Me too. For all of you. And, and that I, line I is called that. One. It's W-O-N-E off of like the one pair of beautiful athletic pants you need. I love that. And I love a good like play on spelling, like something different than mm-hmm. just how we would think of it as one. I love that. Um, I would wear that yeah. for sure. Yeah, you'll Given you'll love that it. I live in active wear. <laughs> and when does it launch? So it launched, pre-orders launched last month. And then uh, I believe the first shipment is available June 11th. And the, I have to, I'll have you, I'll give you the website to check out because yes. I can't remember the pro- the exact URL right now, which is bad team member over here. <laughs> There's a lot of things to remember. There's a lot of things to remember. You run a podcast, you're on the creative yes. team of an up and coming ath luxury. Is We're that called, what you said? Yeah, luxury, luxury brand. Isn't that a fun little mm-hmm. word we created? Yeah. Yeah. But there's such a need for that. We're not going to say we're at luxury. Other people can say right, it. Because exactly. it sounds a little like we're too, not too. luxury brand. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I can call you yes, that. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to check it out. I can't wait for you I to know see so it many people who will be excited. Yeah. It's been, we've had an amazing response so far. Yeah. It's always fun to learn what people are up to beyond like what you know them as because sure. we all listen to you on Not So Retrograde mm-hmm. and that's a full-time thing in itself. So yeah. you've got a lot Very going on. Very proud of it. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. So skin. 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 We have both been through the ringer with our skin. I'm excited. I'm going to be learning alongside of everybody listening about a lot of your journey because I've only heard bits and pieces, but it was enough to make me like think of you so Mm -hmm. much. And then the second that I was coming back to LA, like, when can we do this? Because there's so much to learn. You're glowing now. So you've clearly come a long way. Definitely never thought I would get that compliment. So thank you so much. I I can't wait for the day that that my skin clears up, which I know well. It will. The power of optimism. But I'm curious too, are you out of your Saturn return? I am. So okay. I'm 33. 33. You are so such a young 33. Oh, thank like, you. You, re- you really are not that 33 is all at all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm also five feet tall. So right. that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of my Saturn return. Yeah. And I'm convinced that that is a huge part of my skin journey, my health journey, my everything. Um Clearly not quite the same for you, which is which goes to show how different everybody's experiences are. But just kind of walk us through like how what was the first yeah. thing that you noticed that was just off? So I honestly, I woke up one day and I had these tiny bumps all over my face. And it was I, I, I knew 
I was, I actually remember I was on the phone with my dad and I was lamenting to him about it. And I was like, something's wrong. Like, this is not good. Little did I know, or maybe I felt like it was, it was something like I, I was paying attention to it, but it ended up being that way for over a year and like just escalating. But it was honestly like overnight, I had these tiny bumps all over the lower part of my face. Then it spread into full-blown acne. Right around the time that the tiny bumps started, we had Rosemary Swift, who's the founder of RMS on the show. And she commented, she did, um, I'm going to say this wrong, kinesthesiology, kinesthetics. Am I saying that right? I don't even know. So that's when you hold something. And um, if you're, if you're able to hold your arm up, you're I'm not explaining this well, but essentially like like, some chiropractor, she had me hold up some bread and think about bread. And if my arm wavered, then I was having a bad reaction. And so she did that. And she's like, you're allergic to wheat. It's wheat. That's what it is. And I was like, okay. So that was like the first of so many people inserting their, Mm -hmm. their input. And some of it was totally um, welcomed and sometimes it just wasn't. Isn't it frustrating? Yeah, especially I mean, we can get into especially, that. you know, one of the coolest parts of my job is I get to talk to so many experts, but in this particular case throughout the whole skin scenario, it was really detrimental because A, everybody had something different to say and which left me feeling lost. It's a horrible feeling. It's it's the most overwhelming feeling in the world. I can definitely relate. And it's hard because you want to put yourself out there and share what you're going through, like on your public platform. But you open yourself up to the most amount of opinions and other people's experiences. And it does make you feel Also, it's great to share what you're going through. I'm obviously, that's how I live my life. But also sometimes it's like hard to talk about something when you're going through it because you're not really sure... Like, it's, you're, you're not really... Like, at my point, it was like, I'm not talking. I'm just fucking complaining. You know what I mean? Right. Can I swear on this? I'm yes, sorry. Yes, um, Because you don't have any answers. <laughs> I don't have any answers. Yeah. I'm just bummed and feel like a cyclops because <laughs> I have like a face full of acne at Misery. age 31, 32. So I saw so many different doctors, facialists. I, I went through this thing where I was like, okay, if I'm going to heal this, I need to go all natural. So that was interesting I think that I'm all obviously cleaning up our beauty routines is so important, but it was an interesting time to decide to to shift into that. I'm not sure if it helped. I think, I don't, I don't know if anything would have helped. I think whatever I was going through, it just needed to come out through my skin. And I've sort of just rested on that, that I was purging something and it needed to cycle through. And there wasn't really one root cause of it. I know that that's an unpopular diagnosis. But for me, that's just like, honestly, what felt right after seeing countless doctors, at which every single one of them said it was something different. I was told, So then one of the doctors I saw, who's a really well-known dermatologist, took one look at me. She's like, that's acne rosacea. You have rosacea. And I was like, okay. All right. So I, she gave me a treatment for rosacea, which is a topical cream that I got over the counter at the drugstore. And she, I was on that for like two months. This was, I think like uh, six or seven months into everything. So I did two months on this rosacea treatment that only made it worse. It was awful. And every single day, my morning routine was to wake up, look in the mirror, count my zits, 
cry inside and go about my day. Like it was really not, I was fixated on it really. And um, so I saw her and she was like, oh, I guess I don't, it's 138. That's my lucky number. I love that when I look down and oh see that. Oh my God. Oh, we're going to run into <laughs> my lucky number too, 201. Oh, incredible. <gasps> Both of our numbers. Love that. Yeah. So um, she had said, okay, so that's not working. Honestly, here's the only thing that's going to work. It's something called a photodynamic facial. They're $600 a piece. What you do is you sit with a cream on, you come into the office, you sit with a cream on your face, you let that marinate for about 45 minutes. And then the um, you go under a light for a similar amount of time, an hour or so. Then you can't be in the uh, sunlight for 48 hours. So you need to be in a room with no windows. 48 hours and then your face peels off and then which takes about a week to 12 days. Oh, and it's only going to work after two to three tries that you're probably going to need six to seven of them. And I was like, oh, my jaw is on the floor. I was felt so defeated. I was so upset. And I was like, well, but at the same time, I was like, well, if this is what's going to work, then right. Like you would do anything. Sure. I'll do anything. And, you know, before that I had was seeing, you know, a facialist and the facials were actually making it worse. The facialist was amazing. She's so lovely, but it just like my skin was not taking on the treatment at all. And then I had seen another dermatologist who said you need, she gave me like five topicals that were going to like basically strip my skin, total chemical, chemically laden. Like it was not all of the options that had been put on my lap were just heart-wrenching and felt so I felt so hopeless and I pretty much came to the conclusion that this was going to be my life. I was like, okay, so I'm just a girl in her 30s with acne and life's good otherwise and I have this amazing man in my life who just is loving me through this and I would like literally sit and think like, I can't believe he still loves me with my skin like this. And of course he didn't Could care. Definitely relate. But it was so, such a mental gymnastics operation for me of just like, it felt so hopeless. And especially after this fifth dermatologist who was so well-renowned, who gave me this you know, option that was such a financial investment that I would, didn't even know you know, should I do it? Like she says, it's going to work. And I was researching it. And then I turns out she was on the board for this particular treatment. And I was like, this is so shady. It just felt, and I I felt like I didn't have anyone to turn to. And then a dear friend of mine, her name's Jamie Kinsella. I'm going to shout her out who had struggled with, uh, skin issues since her teens. She said, you know, you really, she, and she was saying this the whole time, but I was on my own journey seeing all these different specialists. She said, you really need to see this woman. Her name's Jen Kramer. She owns a place called Corrective Skincare in Santa Monica. They have one in Encino too. She said, Jen will save you. And I reached out, I had reached out to Jen on Instagram around the time I had gotten this photodynamic facial uh, recommendation And then Jen was like, I'm going to give you a call. And this was particularly, this was the morning after I had actually cried for the first time about what was going on with my skin because I had been at the beach that day and I had had like, I'd worn so much makeup to the beach because I was like, which, who wants to wear makeup to the beach? And this was, this was in September. And I 
felt so self-conscious and I came home and I think something I had put on my skin or the sun or something happened and my skin was so inflamed and I just like burst into tears and literally Stephanie, who my co-host for the show and her brother, Stephen, were holding me as I was shaking, crying. But it was all this emotion that had to get let out that had been piling up in my chest for these months and months and months. So I, and then like an angel from heaven, Jen calls me the next day after I'd had finally just let myself cry about it. Timing. Timing. Crazy. Crazy. Okay, just a brief interruption from this incredible conversation with Elizabeth. She's inspiring me so much and we will dive right back into it. But I just wanted to take a second to thank our second sponsor of today's show, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is the amazing line of beauty supplements and their goal is to use science-based and clinical-backed nutrition as a tool for helping people feel amazing. So. I brought their supplements with me to Bali to my water fast. And obviously I couldn't take them while I was fasting because I couldn't take any supplements, but I did start taking them again right when I got back to Sacramento. And now, now that I've been diagnosed with Lyme disease and this specific gene that makes me more susceptible to toxins from the environment and makes it harder for me to detox. I am all about all of Hum's different detoxification supplements. So the one that I found that I really, really like for cleansing is called their Daily Cleanse. It helps clear your skin, which of course is so relevant to this episode, and also clear your body from toxins. So it cleanses your skin, liver, bowels, kidney and lungs. It has organic algae in it, cleansing minerals, 15 different detoxifying herbs, and there's 60 vegan capsules in one of the little bottles. So some of the ingredients in it that support detoxification are organic chlorella, beetroot, red clover, dandelion root, organ grapefruit, root, milk thistle, zinc, selenium, manganese, copper, spirulina, matcha green tea, etc. So you really just take two capsules at any time with no food so that it can really get in there and do its job. So I've been doing all the detoxifying things lately from taking daily cleanse, two capsules a day, to doing infrared sauna, to all these different IVs that I'm getting with my doctor, ozone therapy, etc. So I just really appreciate that um, nutrition supports me on my journey to detoxification. Some other incredible information about the product is that it's non-GMO, sustainably sourced, very pure and potent, gluten-free, premium quality, clinically proven and they use lots of organic ingredients so to get your hands on hum head over to humnutrition.com and use the code soul as in soul on fire s-o-u-l to get 20 percent off of your first order so that's an incredible deal i'm very grateful to hum for giving our tribe that amazing offer so humnutrition.com use the code soul Try out daily cleanse, especially if you have lime or mold or any of the things that I have. But if not, they have a whole line of beauty supplements and so many other things. So check them out. Fall in love. And yeah, you guys will love it. We'll head back into this episode with Elizabeth. 
I went in to see Jen and it's a really simple procedure that she does. It's nothing too uh, out there. What she does is it's like a clean, it's like a dental cleaning for your face, really. She goes in with her little tool, cleans everything out and then does a light peel. So her whole concept outlook when it comes to acne is that your skin is not shedding quick enough. So it's whole, so your, your top layer of your skin's thickening, holding in whatever is trying to come out and therefore acne is forming. And she also talks about how it's hereditary, how it tends to start up on the top of our foreheads and move its way down. And which was interesting because it was starting to hit, go down on my neck. So it was really, she says, oftentimes it starts up top, moves down, hits the chest, hits the body. So wasn't at that point yet, but was starting to get there. So she said, basically, we need to like be slawing off the top layer of skin. And she looked at me and she said, I'll have you clear by the holidays. And this was in September and I had tears in my eyes and it was just, I'm getting emotional thinking about it because I just had, after trying what seemed like everything and to have someone so confidently say, I'll get you clear. It was like the most hopeful I ever felt in the whole journey. And so I, so, you know, it was an interesting comparison because I had gotten this recommendation from this other doctor for $600 for all of these treatments, a piece for all of these treatments, which like I added up that up in my head, that was a lot of money. So the hundred and some dollars that Jen was charging that like felt way more budget friendly. So I committed to go to see her every single week. And I went to her every week for a couple months. So September to December in November is really when it started to clear up. And I was like a human again. It was unbelievable. That is amazing. And, you know, so that was about for after, so about three months of seeing her once a week, I was totally clear. And also it had to do with a really diligent um, at home routine. So she has her own products. Um, she's the type of person who will not even try to sell them to you. It's it's, it's kind of like, hey, what's that over there? Can I, <laughs> can I, do you have face wash? Can I see it? Like she's just so sweet and has just the most gentle bedside manner. And she doesn't, Love and she it. suffered from acne. So she knows what it's like to have someone just trying to like upsell you with product after product. So frustrating. Which is a whole other thing, which for me, when I was going through everything, I felt so paralyzed about like what I was putting on my face, not to mention what I was ingesting. So like I stopped eating gluten, I stopped having caffeine, I stopped having sugar, I stopped drinking, like all of these things because I felt like everything I'm putting in my mouth is causing this. And then I don't even know if I'm like washing my face properly. Like right. what is going on? It was just, again, mental gymnastics. Like it was, I had zero cl- clarity on the situation. So Jen put me on um, face wash. And then double washing at night. That's been a huge thing for me. So um, like I think the first round takes the makeup off, loosens the makeup, and the second round really gets you clean. That is so good to know. It's, it's As a, very a game quick changer. face washer over right. here. Like I just minimize my routine. Totally. <laughs> so and good to know. And then face icing. This has totally changed my life. So after I wash my face, I take an ice cube. You can use an ice roller, but I find the cube and the water just also will get rid of whatever like extra dirt and it will shrink the pores down too. So just gliding ice over my face after I wash. And then um, I started at the time when it was still really bad uh, using a salicylic wipe from Peter Thomas Roth makes them salicylic acid wipes. Doing that one night. 
And then the next night, using a benzoyl peroxide, uh, she Jen Corrective Skincare makes it's a five percent and a ten percent, depending. And it's just like pure, totally affordable. I think it's like twenty some dollars, like a, the little tube lasts forever. So then alternating between salicylic and benzol. And then once my skin was able to handle it, layering the two. So face wash, double wash, icing, and then working with some medication, medicated um, products to really help clear it up. And it was, I was very dry, but that was the point. And um, my skin has gotten used to it. And I, I've, I've laid off having to layer those things now. And, um, but that's really what healed me. So weekly cleanings a little light peel, and then medicating nightly, mindfully. Wow. That's the journey. So you found what works for you after so many people tried to tell you what to do and tell you what would be best for you, which is so hard and just so mind-boggling. Plus the people trying to sell things to you and that whole journey in itself. Wow. So yeah. So are you still on this routine and yeah. do you still see her? Yeah, I still see her. So now I see her once every six weeks. Okay. So, Amazing. you know, it's like an upkeep type thing. And I really feel like there was just something had to move out of my body also. And then it felt like a Petri dish. Like once it started, I didn't know how to properly get rid of it. So it just grew. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm like learning so much because after struggling so much with my skin, having, I had perfectly clear skin up until I was like 22 Mm. and then started to have acne. And then it really cleared up when I went vegan like six years ago. Yeah. Then it came back really bad. And then with this whole recent experience with now I know what I have, um, which has been causing acne, eczema, um, hives on my face, like all that kind of stuff. I've been afraid to even wash my face. I So I you, totally I'm sure get you that. can relate. So I haven't been like, it's not that I haven't been washing my face. It's just that I have these products. They're not really like face. It's not really face wash. It's like this coconut oil that's like super gentle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good know. or bad thing. I, so like, for instance, Stephanie can put a, like the coconut oils on her face. She'll put olive oil, like all of those things. For me, that's not that doesn't work for me. I'm not really good with people talk about oil cleansing. I know people that do use it that have beautiful skin. Again, that's just not something that works for me. I think I need I need something that's like a little more sudsy that's going to clean. Right. No, that makes sense. I think I might be a little bit more like you. Mm-hmm. I never thought that I should be putting oil on my face. I never had good experiences with it in the past. But right now I'm just so lost. Like yeah. you're saying that this super gentle, I don't even know what it is. It's just like this tiny little thing that I got in a gift bag is the only thing that I feel comfortable. Oh, good. But it's not working. I mean, you can see, but it's not. Honestly, it so I have to worse. tell you, and I, and this is annoying to hear because people would say this to me, your skin doesn't look terrible, but I know for you, it feels trippy and right but and it honestly you look gorgeous I will say the water fast helped so mm-hmm. much and I've been trying not to pick my face and that's the biggest been thing in, I've been in a good place um for me right now so yeah. thank you the picking um, I mean I was obsessed because here's picker. my thing I'm like I'm not trying to walk around with like 
open pus on my face. Right. Like, sorry, I'd rather it be blood. Right. Like, unpopular opinion. I don't know. But no, like, same. it's just not like I'm not leaving the house with like pus. It's just no, not I the know. vibe. Jonathan, my boyfriend would beg me like, just leave the little whiteheads on your face. It's so much better for you because it just pained him to watch me pick my right. face apart. But I was like, look, I'm not leaving the house with white with whiteheads popping out of my face. I'm not very, I mean, I'm not a girl to be into makeup and clothes and what I've just haven't been, but I will not walk around with white heads yeah. like popping out Deal of my breaker. face skin. Nope. Right? Not doing it. So it's just, it's hard, but stepping away from the picking has been helpful. It's huge. Um, I have to see your girl. Yeah. I have to see Jen. You have to. She is just so spectacular, has been doing this for 20 some years, is just, and came, like had her own bout with acne. So she understands yeah. so deeply. And I think that that's so, like, so helpful. It is. And I know that you also got into colonics yeah. during this time. Was this um, all similar? No, colonics I did. I actually haven't done a colonic in a minute. Um, I always kind of was a big fan of using them just as like a, to cut like when it back when I used to like juice cleanse, which I would never do now um, because I like to chew too much. And we have, you know, now we have more information of the importance of needing fiber and all those things that are not extrapolated with into the juices when you do a juice cleanse. So I would usually do the colonics when I was doing a juice cleanse, but that's okay. Not so you... But I do have the best colonic person in Los Angeles, Fatima Lowe Williams. She is an angel on this planet and I am a huge proponent of her. To be okay. honest, they're expensive and they're just like not... I'm on a skin journey right now. So like yeah. that's what we're investing in. Yeah, I understand. Because for me, I've found that colonics have helped with my skin. Awesome. When I was doing them in Bali, I, it's just the elimination of all that extra stuff, stuff that's not supposed to be in yeah. the system. So, yeah, but it makes sense that everybody would be different with if colonics help or if it's just a totally separate yeah, part of I, your body. I didn't, I haven't gotten one since I've had any of the skin stuff, but now that, now that you say that, I'm like thinking like, I'm going to text her when yeah, I finish text this. Fatima. <laughs> text Fatima. Um, I need a good person. I haven't, I haven't had someone in LA in a while. Let's talk about the workout routine yeah. with the skin issues because sure. I, I for one, wasn't able to do anything I loved for six months from hot yoga to orange theory to even yeah. being outside that much um, because of the skin. So totally. what did you do? Well, the biggest thing was like anything that would create extra heat in the body, um, as it was explained to me was um, through my acupuncturist is that acne is just an iteration of heat in the body too much. So I had to stop anything that was doing that. That's infrared sweating, which is something I love to love do. So much. Hot yoga, which I was doing three or four times a week at Y7. Anything that was like hot. So that was interesting. But the beautiful thing that came from that is I started doing Pilates and something which I was always afraid of, those machines terrified me. I was like, I'm going to get hurt on that. I do not want to do that. And that seems hard and not fun. And this past summer, I started going to Pilates and I love it so much. Like I found my thing. That's amazing. And so it was kind of magical in that, you know, I, I the only thing that would get me in, onto a machine was that I had to basically cut out everything that I was enjoying 
Yeah, so but that not was mad meant, at it. It was meant yeah. to be that way to bring it into your life. I I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, have you been back into the hot yoga or anything yes. now? So, what's been really exciting is that I'm at a place right now. Like, it definitely doesn't feel like there. I'm like one missing uh, face routine. Out out of getting like a big breakout. You know what I mean? Like mm. there's that either there was a moment where I was like, if I don't do this, like it's just all going to explode. It doesn't feel like that. It feels very much under control now. And so I've been able to go back to doing the infrared sweating and the Y7ing and spinning and like all those fun things that I love to do. And also like try really fun new like facial products and and like have fun facials and do weird facial stuff. I recently had like a PRP facial, which was Oh wild. my God, I saw your video, yeah. your Insta story. So this awesome doctor in Silver Lake, his name's Dr. Bryant. I've been um, messaging with He's him. He's great. So you would recommend? Yeah. Brian. Um, it was it was really interesting. It, basically what they do is they take your blood and then they spin it in a spin machine. That's the scientific term. And um, it, they it pulls the PRP, which is the platelet-rich plasma, um, which if you do any research on this, this is to me like the most fascinating scientific thing right now. It's used to grow tissue back. So they'll use it for people who have like osteoporosis in their knees. And like, it's just like kind of the future, I think. And um, when injected or um, microneedled into your skin or micro... I always mix up microblading. It's microneedling. Microblading is when they do the tattoo makeup. Um, <laughs> made that mistake before. Um, and it it rebuilds tissue. So you're pretty much putting like baby tissue back in your skin. And it's like... How cool. And it's, since it's from your own blood, there's no risk of infection. Like right. it's just like the most natural, cool way to like be youthful. So have you noticed a difference? Well, yes. I think my skin is really in like top performance level right now, I'll be honest. But it's also because I've been... I, as we talked about, I did a whole 30. Yes. And I think that that like brought my skin into like a whole new realm of excellence, to be totally so honest. Good. I was like amazed. Because of what you were taking, putting into Taking your out all the inflammatories and just really having like a heavy veggie, heavy fruit, no junk lifestyle. I love and that. Like, but my eyeballs have never been whiter, which is they tripping me They are really white. Yeah, it's I, crazy. And your whole, like everything is glowing. Oh, your eyeballs, thank you. your cheekbones. It's like such a good look. Oh, thanks. And then that and then infrared sweating. I, so I think like the, th the trifecta of that um, along with just having like an obsessive skincare routine, like once I found what worked for me, I keep it going. So I'm not sure which one of the things is helping the most, but it's cool that we're at this point because I truly never in a million years, like I literally was like, well, I'm never gonna be able to have this a cool, is my fun now. facial anymore. Yeah. Like I'm never gonna be able to try products, like which is like my, I live for that. Like I'm such a product it's junkie. So it's like what gets me off. And I was just like, okay, so I guess no more products for me. Like I was like, had kissed everything goodbye. So to sit here and have you be like, you're glowing, like that blows my mind. It's so cool. And I just think every, anytime we're going through something, we can feel so weighed down by it. And then we yes. can like really weave it into our story prematurely. You yes. know, it can be something that it's I always use it as a tool for learning. And I, obviously this was a huge teacher for me on yeah. so many levels. I love that. And it sounds like for you, a lot of it was like the order in which 
things presented themselves to you, like discovering the facialist, finding a method that really worked and somebody who was just energetically not pushing weight on you because that's so hard when you have even a great practitioner who's really pushy. I've had so much of that with the whole skin thing and then Whole30 coming next. And then Are you going like, to do Whole30? Um, no, I just oh. mean for you. Oh, like, oh, 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 your whole. Yeah. The way that totally. it all unfolded. I would love to do Whole30, I feel like but you, I don't know you don't, if I'm... You're, if you're I'm, plant-based, right. it's like not... Wouldn't it be hard with plant You're eating vegetables. Yeah, exactly. It's like not... And not exactly. like... Exactly. No, I don't see it, it happening yeah. for me. I think it's awesome for the people who, who do it yeah. and have found so much health from it. But for you, it just sounds like the whole journey has come to a place where you're just in a very good position with it, which makes me so happy. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to like be like, I'm off the journey now. Like that's not the vibe, but it's like brought into a, a, a beautiful new level in which I am able to have like a lot of clarity on what works for me and what doesn't. And how cool is that? It's so cool. So now that you're in a better place and you can do the fun things, the fun facials, try the products. Yeah. Do you have like anything new in your wellness routine that's exciting? I'm really into jade rolling. I think lymphatic drainage is like the hot new thing in the wellness world. It's so amaze. Um, It's very luxurious to... uh, Drain your lymph, yeah, to get your lymph moved around. It's like, hey, now. Um, <laughs> so jade rolling has been a really fun new practice. And I kind of uh, keep mine in the freezer. Smart. And then in the morning when I'm making my coffee, I use a, a French press. So I let it, once I let it all like steep in there while it's steeping, I jade roll. And it's just I like a that. fun multitasking experience. You do it in your kitchen? Sometimes. That's so fun. I mean, I kind of walk around the house and yeah. do it, but it's important. I think it's really important. I mean, I know it's very important because I read it on the internet. Of You've got to uh, use a moisturizer because you're going to, otherwise you'll pull your skin. So you like, I, I know oils aren't for everyone, but I'll, I'll use an oil and then do a rose mist. So it's like extra, just like moist so nice. happening. And then the with the ice, ugh, it's a dream. That sounds so yeah. like such a good way to start the day luxurious with your coffee your jade roller the freezing cold jade roller what else um ooh, i think the icing of the face obviously that's just like i noticed such a difference and so many of our listeners have tried it and are so stoked on the results so that's a really good one spf has been a huge thing for me like i'm like get into it guys spf I you need, hear I need you heard it here first it. at 33 i'm conscious of that now i think i was oh because i'm not i'm i'm fairly light skin so i always and i the sun like i'll get red if i like bake out but i never would really like get tan or anything so i was like oh it doesn't matter for me Au contraire. <laughs> so um, especially with what it's been explained to me with having like new baby skin, if right. you want to call it that, hair flip. Um, so being really conscious of SPF and the two that I love is um, one is by Kula. Do you know that brand? Yeah. Obviously they have it at Sephora and everywhere else. They're great. The SPF 50 Sport White Tea Scent is what I'm into and I love it. And it's really nice under makeup too. 
for all, anyone who's on that makeup tip. And then also as a tinted Suntegrity, another great brand, doesn't make me break out, great tint, and a little goes a long way. I'm so happy that you're saying this right now because I have, well, like I said, I've been afraid to put anything on my totally skin. Totally get that. But I also feel so strange about not wearing SPF because it's impossible not to know how important that is at this point. Like, yeah. Especially in our wellness circles, like it's talked about, but I just haven't had one in a while that I've liked. So I stopped wearing it, which yeah. I feel like is just so bad, especially walking around, like I said, Bali in the sun and I got a lot of sun and mm-hmm. I'm, I've been looking for something good. And so. then hats. I'm like, hats. I just got Coolabar. Do you know this brand? No. C-O-O-L-I-B-A-R. They make Cute. these like, S- they're like SPF wear and they have these amazing like packable um, sun hats. And I like to, every Friday I go on a hike on Fryman. And so I'm like, I feel very adult. I just got like an SPF friendly wide brim packable hat that's going to be coming with me throughout my summer journeys. That makes me so (laughs) excited. I need to get one of those for, I'm going to Hawaii in a couple weeks and check it out. It's definitely like a cute old lady website that I found like five things I wanted. So (laughs) I love it. Okay. So many good tips coming from you. So you got the hat, the SPF. This is all very like skin related, skin related. Really, if you think about yeah. it, which makes sense with the way your journey has gone down. Not to keep using the word journey, but it's just your whole experience. Yeah, it, it's it's really crazy. And I, I totally was where talking to you, it, it's, I, really, I totally remember when I was so afraid to put anything on my face. I totally get that. I think that speaking to somebody who can offer some guidance and give you, put you on a regimen will really turn the corner for you. I truly feel that. Yeah. And anyone who's listening, like find a trusted source. And the worst thing that happens is that they give you the wrong information, right. but then you know that it's wrong and doesn't work for you. And then it's right. on to the next. Like I think it, it can be so frustrating when somebody tells you one thing and it doesn't work, but that's kind of what life is, is it like is figuring life. out what works for you. Right. And that, you know, that's part of the trial and error of it all. It is. And it puts us into touch with intuitively what works and what doesn't work, which is kind of cool because I feel like for me, this has strengthened my intuition Mm. because you almost know right away if something's really off base when someone recommends it or, you know, okay, well, I would like to try that even if it's wrong. It's just, it's important to follow that intuition. Absolutely. Well, I'm for everything. S- I know, for everything. <laughs> so what else is coming up for you this summer? Well, we are, um, we're going to be doing a live show at The Grove. Very excited in July, I believe. Um, we'll also be at the uh, Kennedy Center Comedy Festival in Washington, D.C. Doing so a live fun. show there. And a few other live, oh, in August 1st, we'll be doing a live show at Dynasty Typewriter, which I'm, most excited about. It's this very cool theater that opened up recently in Koreatown. It's this beautiful art deco space that um, my boyfriend does a bunch of comedy shows at. And I was like, oh, we need to do a show here. It's like a beautiful marquee. And um, so we just locked that in. And our events are very always very uh, multifaceted. Our last event we did at Wanderlust, we um, 
the entire audience got acupuncture while they watched our live show. That's so, so cool. We like, I listened to that episode. That yeah, sounded awesome. It was wild. It was so funny. Everyone's yeah. looking up to us and us like all blissed out, just like <sighs> best life status. Um, we always love to, to, anytime we do our live show, it's cool to talk about things, but we want everyone to experience it. So For that's sure. what we're all about. So that was, that was really fun. So I'm really looking forward to, to keeping that tradition alive. Yeah, lots of live shows coming up for you. And you said you have a trip coming up. Yeah. Since this will come out next week oh. because here I am finally back to life. And I love... Welcome back. When, thank you. <laughs> when my episodes come out like right away. Yeah. Because it just makes it feel so relevant. Totally. I'm so, similarly. Where's your trip? Um, I'm going to the Keys, Florida Keys. Oh, nice. Yeah. My boyfriend's family has a place down there and we just kind of get to go and check out for a little bit. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Summer vacation time. So nice. Definitely. So final question. Yeah. I ask everyone who comes on the podcast, if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Ooh, I believe it's ever changing. Hold on. Let me close my eyes and see what color comes up. Teal blue is what's coming up today. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. Do yeah. you know why? Any sense? I don't. You know, it feels like a fresh, optimistic color. I'm just feeling fresh and optimistic today. But um, are you familiar with Dugal Frazier? No. He's a color reader. We had him on the show. Ooh. He has a book. Um, and when I meditate, I I I don't really see a color. Color comes up. It's not like I see it, but it's like the name of the color always comes through. It's very interesting. So I've been I kind of playing that. around with that. You have like a color intuition. Yeah. Some people have that. Like, Not quite sure what to they, do with it yet, but I know. it's there. I love that. It's percolating. And blue, I see blue as like a healing color. Mm. That's what I've been told. But love yeah, it. I love it. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much thank for being you. here and sharing with us. And I had chills with like so much of what you were saying, especially when you got emotional because I know how hard, like how hard it is to be at that rock bottom and you've come so far mm. the journey will be ever flowing and continuing like you said but it's so nice to be through the darkness i'm sure yes amen so fab so so fab, so fab. <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you sure you can check out that's so retrograde at so retrograde on instagram and i am elizabeth cott that's k-o-t-t Cool. And we'll put it in the show notes too. Beautiful. Yay. Thank you. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Elizabeth Cott. Wow. My mind is blown by her journey. She shared so openly with us and it was so touching to me that she teared up during this episode and just shared so vulnerably. And she's such a prime example of someone who really worked at it and dove into the whole entire experience didn't hide from how awful it was and just found what worked for her that is soul on fire if you ask me so thank you elizabeth for being here be sure to check out her podcast that's so retrograde check her out on instagram we will have all of her links in the show notes and if you haven't listened to her podcast you will thank me later because it's amazing and hysterical like i said one of my go-to's one of my very top go-to's also thank you to our sponsors for this episode for sigmatic and hum nutrition 
go ahead and check out the links in the show notes, also at thebalancebond.com slash podcast to refresh your memory of the awesome links that they've provided us. Blonde for Four Sigmatic and Soul for Hum Nutrition to try these incredibly premium products at a discount. Discounted rate for our fab audience. And yeah, thank you for just being here for this whole crazy health journey that I've been on. I'm happy to finally have some answers and I will keep you very updated as far as the Lyme life goes. And otherwise, join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Just head to Facebook, type in Soul on Fire podcast tribe. I will accept you and you can introduce yourself to our crew so many awesome people in there people have been making friends from all over the world i post in there all the time it's a really good place to connect to ask me questions it's a good place to reach me also if you have the time and you feel like rating and reviewing the podcast on itunes that is always an incredible help to me i will send you my blogging tips and tricks document if you take the time to rate and review the podcast send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancewand.com and i will also enter you for a weekly gift basket of a bunch of my favorite products including four sigmatic and hum and a bunch of other things every week to those of you who rate and review the podcast. So I picked a winner for last week. Her name is Lauren. I emailed her and can't wait to send off these goodies to her. So go ahead, rate and review on iTunes if you don't know how to do it. There's lots of cool YouTube videos that will tell you. It's pretty simple. So thank you, thank you. Also, if you just like to listen, don't feel like writing a review. I get that and I support that and I'm all about you just being here. So thank you for being here. We'll talk more. Lots of solo episodes coming up. Lots of cool interviews coming up. And yeah, head over, support Elizabeth and can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Hope you're having a magical soul on fire day. Mwah.